0: no voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC.
1: Whether you're buying your dream home or selling the property you've called home for years, Freestyle Real Estate is committed to providing each client with exceptional services throughout the real estate process. Freestyle Real Estate was started in 2009 as an alternative to the big box real estate agencies in the Tri-County area and beyond. We cater to both buyer and seller needs and also offer residential property management services. But our goal isn't simply to buy, sell, or manage real estate. We go above that. Our mission is to provide you with one-of-a-kind professional services to help you successfully achieve your real estate goals. At Freestyle Real Estate, we are passionate about what we do and want to be your trusted advisor. A realtor you can trust for life. Visit us at www.freestylere.com to find out more about the freestyle difference. We are real estate for real people.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome into the interview portion of the Tri County Area Chamber Chat. So I am here today with a guest. Did you want to introduce yourself? Why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Uh, my name is Daniel Price, and I am the Community Garden Manager for Mosaic Community Land Trust.
0: All right. So, Dan, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me. Thanks for
0: signing up, man. Yeah. This is cool.
2: Definitely. I've been looking forward to doing this. Yeah.
0: So, we're recording here in the chamber office, so you're going to hear all the sounds of being in the chamber office <laughs> and in downtown Potsdam. I see you have your uh, cup of joe here ready yeah. to go.
2: I got my Tri-County Chamber mug. Eileen. uh told me I have to be on brand, so yeah. here I am. Yeah, like, you, yeah. Are. yeah. you are. Yeah.
0: Even though our audience can't see the mug, you are on brand. It's here. So Good yeah. man. Just good in case man. you
2: were recording visually, <laughs> I would have had
0: it. Yes, that's good. That might be coming. You never know. That'd be great. You never know. It's, yeah. This could be. It could be a thing. Um, so for those who aren't familiar, tell us a little bit about Mosaic, please. So Mosaic
2: is a nonprofit here in Pottstown with the sole purpose of benefiting the Pottstown borough and the community. And we've been in existence for nine years now and we originally started as what was known as a community land trust and our focus uh, initially was supposed to be around housing affordable home ownership for residents in the borough Uh, what happened along the way was we ended up getting some vacant property and we turned them into community gardens uh, at the time due to funding and uh, we grew to four gardens now across the borough one it. uh, 423 Chestnut, one at 615 Chestnut, one at uh, the corner of Walnut and Charlotte, and another over at Barth Elementary School. Um, we focused on that program for six years now, and uh, now we've finally bought our first home, uh, under, which we'll do under the community land trust model. So we're finally now, after all these years, kind of dipping our toes into the home portion. Oh, of Walnut, cool. Walnut. Okay,
0: yeah. okay. So how big are these uh, spaces or plots of land that you have to work with, with the garden?
2: Oh I mean each one is sort of the 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 size of what you know a a home would sit on like a row home um you know and that each garden varies a little bit in size um but they're mostly the size of what a house a property would be here in the borough, kind of like a tenth of an acre kind sure. of thing um okay. some of them are uh, a little bit bigger uh, over at the barth garden uh we get to be in the middle of their. A open field so mm-hmm. we kind of have a little more room not only for uh, our current situation but expansion as well gotcha. so they, they vary in size
0: Okay. Yeah. so do you grow So everything for the garden now do you grow everything from seed or are these donations do you go out and purchase them how does it work?
2: A little bit of everything we do some from seed uh, the goal is to do everything from seed and we are in the process of building a greenhouse at our Barth garden so that Going into next year, we can eventually turn it into a full year-round program where people are planting their gardens in the late fall and winter, getting them started from seed. And then when spring comes, we just can roll right out and get get started. Gotcha. Um, But in the meantime, we get uh, a lot donated to us in terms of plants. And we we have enough money that we can purchase plants for uh, our members. Um, We work a lot with Colonial Gardens. They're very supportive of us, Uh, as is some local, the local Walmart and Home Depot and Lowe's. Everybody kind of helps out. Um, But then also people can bring their own plants as well and their own seeds. And, you know, we don't need to get it, but we can.
0: Right. Gotcha. Well, I would actually, and you were unaware before going on this podcast, but I would like to make a donation. So I've been growing some tomato plants from seed. And uh, it's just a very quick but yet funny story. So I bought, you know, from Lowe's, one of those things. It's got 36 pods to it. And I've been growing these Juliet hybrid tomatoes. So they're like a, um, they're almost like a plum shape, but they're real Mm -hmm. on the smaller side. They're sweeter. You use them for salads. You can use them with mozzarella and all all kinds of stuff. And um, my cat got to them. Oh yeah! <laughs> so wiped out about seventy-five yeah. percent of my crop. Oh wow! And uh, so I immediately reordered some. So I have uh, I have some that are uh, somewhat mature at the moment, okay. and I have other ones that um, definitely need to grow a little bit more. But uh, I think um, maybe the next time we meet. I can definitely donate a few plants oh, uh, to you. Yeah. Cause I, in total, I have about 40 altogether. Oh, right. So, right. I mean, look, Dan, I got nothing else going on <laughs> you know, with this podcast and I'm just yep. growing tomatoes. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's all good. So tell me, so tell me how you got started with mosaic.
2: Oh, that's an interesting story. Uh, I, am a lifelong resident of the Pottstown area, grew up in West Potts Grove, uh, and initially, had a desire to do economic development town revitalization work uh, and ended up working in Westchester for eight years and At a certain point, I'd done everything I could do there and it was time to move on but uh, there was and I was tired of the drive mm-hmm. <laughs> forty five minutes each way at least uh so I was looking for something back here, and at the time there was nothing so I went and worked on a couple farms I have friends that own some farms in the Berks County area I grow my own food back at home with my my parents live next door to me so we kind of do that as well together as a family and one year into working on the farms the position for community garden manager for Mosaic became available and I went in and interviewed in March of 2017 which is a very difficult time to start a job like that because you get thrown right into it and got started. And I've been here for, it's been over two years now. And ironically enough, Mosaic is absorbed what was known as Preservation Pots Town, which was a nonprofit organization here in the community for 30, 40 years. And back in 2007, 2008, I was on Preservation Pots Town before I went to Westchester. And right after I left is when the Mosaic folks came to Preservation Pottstown to absorb it. And I didn't know them. I knew that they had done this. I'd Mm -hmm. read about it while I was working in Westchester kind of followed it from afar. But we didn't know each other. So it's almost as if if you would have told me in 2007 that we planned this out. We couldn't have planned it. It just sort of accidentally happened where they didn't know that I was involved with preservation before I came in for the interview, and i didn 't really know exactly what they had done, so mm-hmm. it was sort of like a perfect match okay uh, so i 've been there ever since and uh, love working with the board and everybody else that we work with. Yeah, I,
0: I I know you do. I that resonates in your voice, and and I know you've been out in the community quite a bit uh, as well. So Definitely. again, kudos to you for being a great representative of them. What does? Um, I was always curious. What does Mosaic actually stand for? Is it an acronym for something, or is it just a word? Tell me. You know, I don't know why they, the
2: original founders, ended up calling it Mosaic. I should probably ask them at some point. But to me. It's it represents the various pieces of this community that aren't always necessarily appropriate line, but if we can bring all of it together yeah. to make something beautiful.
0: That, you know what? Let's go let's go with that. All right. Let's go with all that. Right, we can go that, with that. That sounds good by yeah. me.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's how I've viewed it. Uh not just you know, from initially from the interview before I even went in. And then that's how I've sort of tried to treat it throughout, which is why I end up getting myself into or us into a lot of other things along right. the way. Right. Yeah.
0: So tell me how, how, tell me how you're funded. I mean, obviously Mosaic needs, you know, a budget to function. I'm sure it comes from a few different sources. Yes. What's uh, Tell me how.
2: We get most of our funding from the Potsdam area health and wellness foundation. Uh, they've been funding the garden program from day one. Uh, that covers, you know, some of my salary, mixed with covering all of the gardens and managing all of it. Um, But then we get additional funds over from time to time from other grant sources. So we've gotten grants from Altria. We now recently get a a yearly grant for the past two years from the Leo and Peggy Pierce Foundation, which helps fund a program that – I created that gets CSA shares to some of our members and residents that can't necessarily afford healthy vegetables. Okay. Um, so we work with a couple of partnered uh, farms here in the 10 mile region, Nehi Farm and Tine and Toil, and our residents and members can get a weekly... Box of food for a very low cost, and we sort of help subsidize that basically.
0: Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, we've had some past interviews. We were talking about Operation Backpack. Yes, and we were talking about how um, there's a lot of people in this area are food insecure, and you would never even know it. Um, so to have resources like Operation Backpack and Mosaic is really really helping out our community. So uh, thankful for organizations like that.
2: Yeah, we you know, work with Operation Backpack a lot. Uh, Lisa Heverly, who's there, runs everything over there. She's is, works with me on a lot of different projects. She's helping me with a fundraiser I'm doing this summer. Um, and I help her with projects as well. I've been down there packing before with the young professionals here at the chamber. And they do a really good job. But, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of food insecurity here. And our gardens sit in the middle of what is a certified food desert. Outside of a few corner stores and a, a Redner's on High Street, there isn't a lot of opportunity for mm-hmm. people in the, the neighborhoods that we're in to get healthy food.
0: Yeah. So what kind of um, vegetables and things do you grow on the plot itself?
2: Yeah, so the way it works is a resident can rent a plot, uh 4 by 8 plot, and some are a little bit bigger. It depends. We have a couple that are— People, individuals built when there were less there was less rules and structure and people were just building plots around the, some of the gardens but um resident will rent a plot at, or an organization will rent one and like I said we can provide plants or they can uh, but what a lot of our residents grow and members grow is tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers. Uh, people love corn. There's some watermelon as well. Uh, and it really kind of, it, it varies, but it still stays within those parameters. And one of the things that I'm trying to work on with our members is getting them to learn about even more vegetables. And that's part of the CSA program. You know, they've, we get them a professional farmer coming in with Robbie, you know, mm-hmm. we try to provide them with some recipes and some tips and we're going to ramp up that education this year as well with some projects. Right. Uh,
0: so you definitely want to get some more diversity in yeah, there as far as offerings yeah. are concerned. Yeah,
2: because people know what they know. So, yeah, which I had to learn my first year because I didn't know who I was catering to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I stayed within the lanes for the most part, but then I showed up with eggplant nobody wanted eggplant. So yeah. I grew the eggplant. I yeah. mean, it was fine, but you know, that's, it's mostly the standard kind of stuff like lettuce greens and stuff like that as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, I was even, you know, thinking when you mentioned that, um, you know, companies would rent a plot that this would be great for an organization, you know, to be involved with. So yes. if you, if, it doesn't mean it can be a small business, it could be a larger business, but maybe there's a group of people in that larger business that want to help volunteer and take care of the garden, I would think that would be a good, you know, not only team building thing, but a good give back to the community. What are some of the things that you've been seeing in that?
2: Yeah. A lot of the organizations that rent from us are nonprofits like Creative Health, Ken Crest, uh, the Olivet Boys and Girls Club, the YMCA, Art Fusion, um, among others. Like that, Those are the six that kind of come into my mind right away. Uh, but organizations will rent space from us. And we're starting to see some businesses now start to be interested, not just on the, you know, one or two days out with community service kind of thing, but also wanting to get some space. I mean, there's a vegan restaurant that's opening up here in town that he wants a couple plots Mm -hmm. because he's a vegan restaurant. So it kind of works out well for him. Um, Adam at Lily's has worked with us in the past and is very involved with us still to this day in some different projects Uh, but we have a lot of business support uh, not to do a a plug here but when I joined the chamber it really helped you know uh, our the awareness and so we have uh, different groups coming out to just do the day of service but then also starting to show some interest in wanting to get a plot maybe and share it with a couple of um, you know co-workers Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the big things is that it's another place to go. So sometimes relying on just like one person to manage one plot can be more overwhelming than it seems. Cause it's not directly in your backyard. It's, sure. I have to get in the car and get over there. So mm-hmm. if a couple people can collaborate on one space. It makes it far easier sure. and manageable.
0: Sure. And, and I appreciate your plug for the chamber because <laughs> uh, that's actually where you and I met, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and we've just, yes. we've had several conversations uh, you know, past that original time that we met so yeah the chamber is a great avenue to get a chance to know people and to your point raise awareness to what mosaic is definitely i was just walking on high street the other day and i realized your office was right on high street there
2: well we're right on hanover but it's sort of um it's on it's in the it's in a building that kind of wraps around it's it's on the um actually i can if i looked out the window right now i can look down at
0: it gotcha so
2: yeah right on 10 south hanover since I'm the only employee, it's rarely open, um, but I'm there, you know, at least every day, but just only sometimes short periods. But, yeah, we're right downtown, and so that at least gives a visibility for, for the organization. I mean, every a lot of people drive Hanover and High. Sure. The huge drive-by traffic, so people have seen us.
0: Yeah, and my apologies if I had my my streets wrong there. I was, okay. I was walking up and down High Street the other day, and I did walk down Hanover, too, right. so that could be why. Right, I'm, right. I'm like, oh, okay, there's Mosaic, yeah. Yeah, we're so right here. Great.
2: You can't miss us. Uh, but a lot of times... People will come up to me and say, I saw your office. I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. And then I explain to them. So yeah. maybe I'll just point them to this podcast next yeah. time instead of Save. going, in, going That's into perfect. the whole. Yes.
0: That's what it's for. <laughs> that is. So for other businesses that want to be on this podcast, this is exactly what we do. You can share it out of the Facebook. You can share it to your Instagram. You can put it on LinkedIn. This is just another avenue that the chamber provides you to promote your business. So yeah, no, you're spot on.
2: You're saving me multiple 20-minute conversations now with people. I can just send them directly to them. This. Right isn't yes. that great? Yeah, it's perfect it's, it's, it's perfect,
0: great. so what else did you want to tell me about mosaic?
2: Well, like I said, we you know, I went over the garden program fairly well we but like I said, we finally purchased our first house. it's at four seventeen chestnut, which is right next to our garden at four twenty three We are unfortunately going to have to tear it down and build a brand new house there's just horrible structure issues but we're doing that in conjunction with habitat for humanity and Mm. genesis housing and the way the community land trust works is that we will sell a home to preferably first-time home buyer and we the organization will still have a 99-year lease on the land so while it's building home ownership Also, if something were to go awry with, you know, foreclosure, like with the individual, Mm -hmm. there's still a community model. Community people are invested in the space. And so you uh, won't necessarily have, you know, some of the deteriorating housing stock that we're trying to solve some of the deteriorating housing stock that's happened here over the last 10, 15, 20 years. So we're doing that as our first home this year. I, I can't really take any credit for getting the grant or doing any of that. Uh, my board president, Tracy Purdy, uh, is very active in the community, and I've never been on a board that's been so hands-on. So she got the grant. She's doing all of that with, uh, that's all great. with other board members. So um, that we're doing that. We also uh, work with an organization called Pottstown Community Arts, We, before they started a nonprofit, we absorbed them and work, sort of just help manage their uh, fiscal matters as well as just promote them and lend a helping hand in any way we can. And we also now are in charge of the farmer's market or the farm, Mm -hmm. the Pottstown Farm, which is the, the um, weekly market, not the actual physical building farmer's market, but the outdoor open air market, and that's going to be on Saturdays okay. through, through various Saturdays throughout the summer, uh, but we are working with them now. It used to be under uh, Pedita, but
0: okay.
2: the, that moved over to Mosaic as well, so uh, we have people managing that as well. So, yeah.
0: so how many uh, folks do you have on your board of directors?
2: Right now I have eight board members. Okay, And Possibly in the room of looking for a couple more, uh, you know, it was, it, some people are eventually going to have to turn off and that whole sure. thing. But I have eight people right now that I've been working in the public realm for almost 15 years. Oh, it is 15 years. I'm getting older. Well, congratulations. <laughs> um, congratulations and, on the 15 years, thanks, not on getting yes, older. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been working in 15, for 15 years with nonprofits in, in the public realm and I've never felt better, I'm working with people, which I tell people yeah. is far better and different than working for people, yeah. you know, so we really are, we have a lot of different interests, but we're all kind of just pushing forward, yeah. you know, for the betterment of town.
0: Gosh, if you only had a podcast where you can communicate that you're looking for qualified board members. I, we are right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's great. It's a podcast. Yeah. I hope the membership's, uh, you know, getting the message there, but Um, Okay, great. So how can they contact you uh, and Mosaic Then
2: We have a website, mosaicclt.org. We're also on uh, Facebook. And I have my own – I really – because I'm the only employee, it's just my cell phone is the office number. So I don't mind throwing it out here. It's 610-420-6082.
0: Can we repeat that one more time for the audience?
2: 610-420-6082.
0: And I will put that in the show notes as well. So uh, when you're uh, tuning into the podcast, just look at the episode description and I'll have Dan's uh, personal cell phone number (laughs) on there. Which is great. Now, I you know, I think it's great. I think it's that personal touch, right? You right. know, It's not like you're going to voicemail and it's not like you got to go through a, a series of people. Like when they call that, they're going to get you. Yes. They're going to get you and you're a man of action. I know that. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Sometimes it takes me a minute to get back to people, but I <laughs> yeah. promise I will.
0: <laughs> well, you have a lot going There's on. There's a lot. Uh, I know you and I have tried to communicate over the weeks and uh, you're a busy man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. So good. Anything else you wanted to talk about Mosaic before we go here?
2: No, I just, other than I think this, Town and community is really turning around, and we're really starting to experience the positive effects of that. And in the process, there is a lot of business coming in, but then also there's right around the corner from a lot of that business is still a community and a neighborhood in need. And how we both revitalize and strengthen the community that exists here is um, going to be crucial moving forward. And that's why we're here. So, if you sure. know, as people, you know, look forward to the progress of Pottstown. Uh, we're here to help them in the community aspect as well.
0: Good. Well, we're, you, we're glad that you're in the community. We're glad that Mosaic's in the community. So thanks. thank you. Thank and you. thanks for being on the podcast today. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. It's once again on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So, again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area since 1927.